0: (laughs) You thought staying home was safe. Think again. It doesn't matter if you've got a fenced-in backyard or not when the bizarre nightmare creatures of the night have wings and a 10-foot vertical. These are allegedly real sightings of unexplained creatures found in people's backyards. It's a little too close to home. If you want to be in a future video, Send me your sea monster sightings and backpacker stories at darknessprevails.org. Thanks. Werewolf in Florida by Matthew. I live in Tallahassee, Florida. The only reason I'm giving out my city is because I want people who live around here to be aware that there is a creature lurking around Florida's capital. I was 15 years old when this happened, someone who never really thought about the paranormal or supernatural, until after this incident. It was back in December of 2017, about a week before Christmas. It was a peaceful night, and I was sleeping on my couch as I fell asleep watching TV. I woke up at 1 in the morning, when I heard my dog barking to be let outside. This was nothing unusual. He normally wakes me up a few times at night to use the bathroom. Groggily, I got up, still half asleep, to unlock my sliding glass door and let the dog out. About 15 minutes passed by, and he still, oddly, hasn't barked to be let in yet. He's usually much faster than that, so I slide the door open and call out his name. Now, my house has two stories, and I was upstairs, We have a deck on the second floor, so when I went out to call my dog's name, I can see the entire backyard. We have a little wooded area in our backyard. Not too big, but enough that it has its own presence. I thought he must have gone back there. So, being exhausted, irritated, and it being freezing outside, I grabbed a flashlight, put on my shoes, and went outside to the backyard to look for my dog. As I was walking in the shallow part of the wooded area, I finally found my dog. I tried to call him over to me, and as I was doing this, he seemed to be ignoring me. As strange as I thought it was, it took me several more calls before he finally came over. I then gagged because a sudden and awful smell had overcome the area. At that point, I just wanted to go back inside I was cold, tired, and did not want to smell that anymore. I had my dog by my side as we began walking back toward the house. Halfway there, my dog stopped and refused to go any further, then began to violently bark at the bushes right next to us. I looked over, and what I saw has traumatized me for the rest of my life. When I looked to our right... I saw an impossibly tall figure. It had a large muscular body like a bodybuilder and a dog-like head. Its snout was large with long razor sharp teeth protruding from it or perhaps it was snarling and wanted me to see. This obviously inhuman creature had all too human hands but they were about twice the size as an average person's. I then looked into its eyes and I wish I hadn't. Its eyes were reflecting a bright yellow, and I don't remember them ever blinking. They were piercing through me. This all happened in about 10 seconds before the thing let out a deep growl. I know in these situations they tell you not to run because it triggers the predator's instincts to act, but I really didn't have any other choice because my instinct as prey is to run. I grabbed my dog and I ran as fast as my legs could carry me, honestly thinking that this was the end. This is how I perish. As I'm running, I look behind me to see that the creature is not chasing me. But I wasted no time and kept running back to the house. I slide the door open, shutting it so hard that I'm surprised it didn't crack. My dog and I were both safely back in the house. I locked it quickly and sat down for a second to think about what the heck I just saw. I grabbed some water and carried it to my bed, shaking it all about as my hands were trembling. As I'm lying down, my body froze as I heard a low howl from outside. I did manage to sleep that night but not peacefully. I woke up the next day and went over to my computer to do some research, and it was a bit relieving to know that I wasn't alone in sightings like this all around the country. In fact, it seemed like there were thousands of people who claimed to have seen exactly what I saw. I could not and still almost refuse to believe these things are real. You watch the usual werewolf films Van Helsing, Dog Soldiers, or Ginger Snaps, but you never expect to see something like this yourself. I haven't told my friends about that night. I don't plan to. I don't want to be labeled as crazy, even though I know what I saw was not a dream. If you live in Tallahassee, be careful. This thing is out there, and God knows how many there really are. Honey Island Swamp Creature by LionTheBuzz123 I was walking through the Honey Island Swamp one night to look for my dog, who had escaped from my backyard and swam through the swamp one night before. I had walked a good mile before sitting down to catch my breath. And it was then that I saw something. An absolutely massive figure leaning beside a tree the only thing i could make out of the figure besides its outline were these yellow reptilian-like eyes staring back at me i quickly shone my flashlight in the direction of it and i got a good look at it it had a thick coat of matted gray and brown hair it was really dirty and covered in swamp weeds i stared at it for a couple of minutes but eventually knew that one of us had to make a move slowly i stood up but it didn't take long to realize that was a bad idea the thing began to charge at me i ran as fast as i could through the bushes and through the trees but i could hear something keeping pace behind me but when i made it out of the swamp the footsteps immediately stopped as if i had just exited the thing's territory I came back when it was daylight, to see if the creature had left any tracks, and to see if my dog had come back. I arrived back at the swamp and quickly went back to where I was the night before, and luckily, I did find a set of footprints, but I wasn't sure if the moist soil had deformed them. And if you're wondering about my dog, we found it, and all I can say is it didn't make it, because something got to him something ate part of him i think i saw slender man by isabella k it was the day before my sixth birthday i was going to be staying the night at my favorite aunt and uncle's house while my parents got the house ready for most of the day we were out i played at the park for a while ate some ice cream and had a blast. When we got home from the busy day out, that's when the story starts. My aunt was inside making dinner while I played catch out in the backyard with my uncle, laughing when their dog barked at us. A few minutes in and my uncle accidentally threw the ball into the woods. I'll get it, I yelled and took off. I don't remember exactly what happened in those woods. I do remember finding the ball and then turning around to find I had no idea how to get out of the forest after that my memory gets a little bit fuzzier but this is what I was told happened Isabella, my uncle yelled when he saw me he said he was half scared and half relieved we've been looking for you for half an hour where did you go? I handed him the ball that I had gone in to get I said with a grin, apparently. I got lost and I was scared until the tall man helped me find my way out. The tall man? My uncle asked. He was a bit shaken by what I said. We knew all of the neighbors around here and none of them were especially tall. I apparently smiled back at him and nodded. Yeah, the tall man. That's when my aunt found us, hugged me and said that dinner was getting cold. Once we started eating at the table, my aunt spoke up. Apparently, she had heard me talking about the tall man. Who is the tall man? I'd like to thank him for helping you, she said. I shrugged, more focused on my food. I don't know, he lives in the woods. Can you tell us what he looked like? My uncle asked, obviously worried. I looked at them and said, completely serious and nonchalant, He's real tall and doesn't have a face. That's uh nice, my aunt laughed nervously, praying that I was talking about an imaginary friend. Fast forward to just two years ago. I was 17. That same aunt was at our house staying for a few weeks as she was looking for a new place of her own. We were talking. I was on my couch playing a game, which was, I kid you not, Slender the arrival. My aunt walked by and asked what I was doing, and then froze when she saw the monitor. What's wrong? I asked, giving her a confused look. She pointed at the screen and said, That... What is that thing called? That's Slender Man, I said. Why? My aunt then asked if I remembered the day before my sixth birthday. I nodded and told her I do remember some of it, she proceeded to remind me of the so-called Tall Man, the man I claimed helped me find my way out of the woods, and that that matched his description perfectly, and that that's how my aunt always pictured him. I wouldn't have known anything about that creepypasta at that age. It wasn't even around then, and I'm still in doubt that what I saw was Slenderman in real life though it would be quite chilling for a kid to come out of the woods after being lost for half an hour claiming that a very tall and skinny man with no face had saved me skinwalker in my backyard by J. this happened when i was 12 years old living in an apartment complex that sat just in front of a big patch of woods. Before I tell you what happened, I need to give you a layout of our apartment. We had an upstairs apartment, and on the back side of it was a set of stairs you could take to get down to the wooded area, basically our backyard, and I had the room right next to those stairs. This incident changed my view of the woods forever, and it all happened on a warm Saturday evening. I was in my room watching Dragon Ball Z. My mom's at work and wouldn't be home until 5 the next morning. No matter what season it was, I always kept a window open. It was around 1.30am when I woke up to a smell that I can only describe as decay and rotten flesh. It hit my nose hard, like a brick wall, and I gagged. I was about to go close the window when a bone chilling sound stopped me in my tracks. It was definitely a voice, a voice very familiar. It was my mom's, but it was coming from the woods outside and it was calling my name. Jay, come here, I need help, help me, Jay. Tears began to flow from my eyes I crawled over to the window, and as fast as I could, I slammed it shut in one quick motion. Then, I slowly peered into the window, just beyond the trees. I saw what looked like glowing yellow eyes. They were looking up at me. I know it wanted me. It's been years since it happened, and I can't be happier that I didn't listen. But it does make me wonder, what if I wasn't in bed when it called? What if I was outside? Would it have even called still, or simply taken me as its prey? Thing Behind the Fence by Ethan C. It was a cool autumn night, and I had been watching Civil War documentaries all day. I finally decided to get up, maybe go outside and clear my head, give the outdoor cat some attention, and get some fresh air. I was petting my old tabby cat when I suddenly heard something grab the backyard fence and began to shake it violently, like it was angry or trying to get inside. Reluctantly, I went to investigate, only for the shaking to stop. I went ahead and looked over the entire fence, making sure there was no one trying to break in or jump over, but my search turned up empty-handed. I then went nervously back inside, and I went to bed, but I was soon awakened by a very foul stench. It's hard to describe. I'm usually quite tolerant of bad smells, but this fetid smell was so strong, it made me cringe. And my face wrinkled it was like rotten meat thrown in the garbage and left there in the sun for days then the sounds of footsteps inside my backyard followed this time i was too nervous to look outside and see what it was instead in the darkness of my room i simply hoped it would go away soon at a different point in time my brother and i had set up a tent in our backyard we were going to do one of those fake campouts. We were being quite loud and laughing until these bizarre, heavy footsteps crept up to our tent. We waited in silent fear to see what the thing or person was going to do. But all that happened was a strange noise before the thing left, just a low sound like, "woah, Minutes after it left, we went right back inside. On a different occasion, I woke up in the middle of the night, around 2 AM, to hear six loud thuds on the ground outside. Thump, 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 thump. They stopped after that, as heavy footsteps exited the backyard and silently shook the fence as it made its escape. I stayed awake for two hours, too afraid to go back to sleep. It's almost like any day now, we're going to see what this thing actually is, and I am far from ready for that. This episode is sponsored by June's Journey. Do you believe in monsters? And given the chance, would you be brave enough to track one down on your own? In June's Journey, People are the true monsters, and you can live the story yourself rather than sitting back and listening to one. June's Journey is a hidden object game with a thrilling murder mystery set in the Roaring Twenties. You play as June on the hunt for your sister's murderer. Discover clues through exciting hidden object scenes with beautiful and atmospheric illustrations and music. Victory brings you closer to new plot points and suspenseful answers. It doesn't demand too much time, and it's pretty satisfying solving puzzles quickly and unlocking new clues. Can you crack the case? Download June's Journey for free today on iOS and Android. Dinosaur in the Everglades by Preston T. I was taking a routine walk on the forest's edge in my backyard, when just out of nowhere, a loud sound, kind of like a mix between a hawk and a crocodile hissing, erupted in the air, forcing me to a solemn stop. I was petrified then, listening all around me. At the same time, it was like the wind stopped blowing through the trees. And the nighttime animals stayed quiet and cautious as well. It was like time stopped until this thudding and tree branch breaking sound came from about 10 yards to my right. Quickly, I turned to look at what was making the noise. I was expecting to see something like a coyote or a panther, as they are scared of people and will usually run away if spotted, but that is nowhere near what I saw. It was horrific. It didn't look like any animal I've ever seen. It was covered in feathers and stood at about five feet tall. It reminded me of some sort of monstrous giant horned owl, but I knew this was something else entirely. It looked at me like it was just as amazed at seeing me as I was at seeing it. The thing walked right up to me and began to sniff my face I couldn't help but think that I was about to be eaten by a giant bird. The next time I opened my eyes, I saw the backside of the creature walking through the trees in the opposite direction, apparently bored of our encounter already. I ran home, and I told my family about the entire ordeal, but they laughed and claimed that I was making it up. After a bit of research, I found an animal very close to what I saw, called the Deinonychus. After seeing that thing, I never went near those woods again, and I always leave my back door locked just to make sure nothing gets in. Backyard Creeps by Kathy C. I remember this clear as day, and no doubt about it, it was no dream. It was my birthday, I had friends over. Now I had a huge backyard with an in-ground pool, and a trampoline, and beyond the backyard is tons of woods. We were sitting in my living room on the couch. The couch was sat in front of the window, so we could not see out that window unless we physically got up and opened the curtains. All of a sudden, We heard a loud bang on the window. We all jumped off the couch and stared at the curtains. I thought it was the boys playing with us when we heard it again. I ran over to the window and threw open the curtains to find no one. We laughed thinking it was just some dumb birds who hit the window. About an hour later, we got into our bathing suits and were almost ready to go outside. We were just getting our towels and flip-flops when we all suddenly stopped. We heard a loud splash in the pool. We had frozen as we could hear something swimming around in it, then running around the pool area until finally crashing away from the backyard. We sat there waiting for a laugh from the neighbors, but never heard it. I slowly walked toward the sliding glass door when I got to it. It took me a few seconds to gain enough courage to open the curtains. Just before I did, I looked out a different window because I heard someone pulling up into their driveway. Lo and behold, it was the neighbors, the ones that I assumed had been playing these jokes on us. They hadn't been home, apparently. They had just got back. My blood went cold. We then heard the walking and footsteps again this time coming from where the trampoline was. Someone or something was looking around my yard. When we heard it step onto the porch, we instinctively ducked away from the window, which was still covered by the curtains. That's just how scared and surprised we were. As I looked up toward the curtains, I could see something's bony silhouette trying to look inside. From my position, I reached over steadily And started to pull the curtain back but when i saw what was outside i nearly choked it was extremely tall whatever it was it was almost human but too bony as if it didn't have any meat on its bones it seemed to be constantly smiling or was it snarling i could see furry bits inside its mouth like food caught in its teeth from the last meal Suddenly the thing screamed and we all covered our ears as it ran quickly away from the window and disappeared into the forest. My friends and I will never forget what we saw that day and ever since, I find myself constantly checking that window to make sure nothing is looking inside at me. Werewolf at my window. By Michie A. I was in seventh grade, and it was a cold Friday night. I was reading some fan fiction on my school's iPad, trying to relax for the evening. Suddenly, out of the corner of my eye, I saw something at my bedroom window. It seemed like movement, and a faint red glow. Of course, I was compelled to look over in that direction. It appeared to be eyes staring at me through the window. I was now lying in bed completely motionless, my mouth wide open. There was something just outside standing there and it was staring at me. The creature had two pointed ears and a dog-like shape to its head. When I tried to scream, My body convulsed, and all that came out was a sharp exhale. I continued watching the thing in horror as it turned around and walked away from my window, disappearing into the darkness of my backyard. A few months later, my family was surprised to come home and see our neighbors and some police in our backyard, looking around at the fences. Apparently, there had been a dozen reports in the neighborhood of people claiming to see something jumping over the fences, something large and covered in fur. A few days later, I started to hear howling a bit further up in the neighborhood. It was extremely deep in tone, nowhere near similar to the wolf howls you hear in video games and TV shows. It was extremely strange and definitely eerie. Shrieking Demon by Isaac. I'm 15 years old, and I'm usually that kind of laid-back guy. But what happened at Christmas Eve last year, that was something else entirely. It was around 10:30 p.m. that night. My two dogs, Tank and Princess, were asleep in their dog beds. I was still awake watching TV when all of a sudden, a loud shriek echoed in my backyard. Now I live in a rural community, and much of it is just woods. I thought it may have been one of the neighbor's dogs or cats, so I got the nerve to go outside wearing a jacket, brandishing my flashlight, a switchblade in my pocket. I passed the gateway to the backyard fence, latching it behind me. Then I began to track off to see what made the noise. Still thinking to myself, it's probably nothing, maybe a cat. Little did I know how wrong I was. I knew my way around those woods like the back of my hand, so I knew my way back home well. I got halfway through the woods when I heard another pair of footsteps coming from a few feet behind me. I spun around to see who was following me. I saw nothing and kept walking. A few more steps and I heard the same noise again. This time, when I turned around, I saw two large red eyes looking at me from the bushes. By then, I was beginning to get spooked. I kept walking and the same noise occurred and the eyes were moving even closer now. I could just barely make out a face. A few more steps and it was clearly visible from my flashlight beam. Its face was fleshy looking and had a few scars. Its eyes, completely red, seemed to be glowing. Its torso was deformed and had the appearance of a rotted corpse. Its legs, bent in a backwards fashion like a goat's, were the only things that didn't look too human. I looked closer at the fleshy skin and realized there was some red underneath it. Peeking through the cuts, it appeared not to be blood, but a second layer of skin. I took two steps toward the thing when I began to hear something. Your skin. What? There was no way this thing just spoke to me. I fumbled in my pocket, trying to get a good grip on my switchblade, but my hands had gotten so sweaty it was nearly impossible. I was backing away until my back touched a tree the whole time the creature taking steps closer to me. I turned around slowly and just walked as calmly as I could back home. I knew it was following me, but I thought that if I didn't run, I would be okay. I managed to make it to the back gate. A few seconds later, I was at the back door. Then, and only then, did I break into a run, slamming the door shut and locked behind me, and going up into my room to look out the window. It was gone. It was over. Though, despite being as brave as I thought I was, I was shaking in my bed the entire night, waiting to hear the thing again, just outside my window. Your skin. Nail. By the German Man. I'm from Germany, and moved to Canada in 2005. I owned a house that had a huge backyard, and there were hundreds of trees on my land. Everything was fine for the first couple of years, but then, in 2008, it started. My gray husky would bark at the kitchen window, and it was usually just my neighbor's dogs in the yard, but on one occasion, I was wrong. I didn't get up and check on this occasion to see what my dog was barking at, again assuming it was the neighbor's dog's. But then, when the sound of scraping like nails on glass echoed through my house, I turned around and saw long, dirty nails scraping across my window. The dog was going crazy, and I was so freaked out that I ran into my bedroom and tried to call my friend. He didn't answer. I hear this bizarre sound of a horse and a wolf mixed. I know it sounds crazy. Just as I'm running to my bedroom to grab my shotgun, I hear it howl and shriek again. The sound is getting further away, and my dog is finally calming down again. It was gone, leaving both my dog and I confused and horrified. Sometimes even still, I hear this howling at night coming from the forest in my backyard when i told my friend about it he said it was just a bear but bears don't look like that and they definitely don't sound like that who knew how dangerous it was even in your own backyard it seems you may not even be safe just taking a few steps outside your door. And even if you stay inside, if you have windows, those boogeymen and nightmare monsters do enjoy staring inside from the glass. There is one way to fix all this, but we'd have to colonize Mars first. I'll be submitting my extraterrestrial mortgage application here real soon. Good night. Be sure to like, share, comment, and subscribe if you enjoyed the video. Don't forget, you can send me your scary stories at darknessprevails.org. I'm looking for backpacker stories and sea monster sightings. If you want to support my channel further, you can donate any amount at patreon.com darknessprevails. You'll get your name in the credits in these videos and you'll get access to ad-free MP3 downloads of every episode from here on out. If you want some merch, I've got some creepy stuff for you. Just click that shop button below or go to teespring.com slash darkprevails. Now then, here are my five favorite early comments from the previous video about monsters seen in the woods. Ginger is OP says, I got lost in the woods with my friends for like half an hour. We were playing Slenderman. No, 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 it sounds more like Slenderman was playing you. Now tell me, how many of your friends went missing and are still missing? Pedro Rojas says, Dang bro, that intro was great. That freaked me out a bit. Good. Maybe I should get back to making freakier and scarier intros. Abigail716 says, Totally wish I'd see some monsters in the woods. Hunting season just started here in northern Minnesota. Love to bust out my 9mm on some nasty old monsters. Okay, first off, it's rude to talk about your in-laws that way. And second off, I've always wanted to install a high-def dash cam on my car and go driving around through the back roads at night for hours just to see what runs across the road. Ah, probably nothing. But if there's something, I've got it on tape. Delta says, The only monster in the woods is a drunk Bigfoot. Ha, imagine that. Drunk Bigfoot hitting on you. I know you'd do it. I'd do it. It would hurt, but I'd do it. Stone says, Darkness, you really know how to turn me on. Calm down, everybody. This is just my computer's account. He loves the way I push his on button. Anyways, guys, that brings us to the end of this Darkness Prevails episode. I hope you enjoyed. More scary stories are coming soon, so stay tuned. Until next time, here are the credits to my patrons who continue to donate. Remember to stay safe out there and stay creepy because this world is a strange one.